When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, I get the question all the time. Conrad, I know you help people save money and you help people refinance, but could you actually help me buy a house? Yeah, buddy. Come on now. Buywithconrad.com is your hookup. And let me give you a heads up. You don't need a huge down payment to buy a house in 2022. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. There are still loan programs out there that can get you out of your apartment and into a brand new house with no money down. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but buddy, we're doing it pretty routinely. And you don't have to be a veteran, but yeah, we can still help our veterans get into a house with no money down. But more importantly, we're going to help you get on the path to buy a house this year. You see, a lot of times we have these conversations and folks say, well, I've got a little bit of time left on my lease, or I'm not sure exactly when I'll be ready, or how much of a down payment do I need to save up? My advice, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's start the pre-approval process. Let's know what your new house payment could look like. You'll tell us how much down payment you want to have. Maybe the answer is zero. That's cool. And then you'll tell us what you want your monthly payment to be. And then you go shopping for your dream home. But step one starts at buywithconrad.com. And hey, did you know that when you go to file your taxes as a homeowner, you're going to get a statement back from your mortgage company that's going to say, hey, you can write off this amount of interest this year. How much of your rent are you writing off this year? None of it. Oh, and by the way, what's your interest rate on your rent? Well, that would be 100%, pal. You know you can do better than 100% interest. That's what rent is. Stop throwing your money away. And by the way, we can even help you get rid of your current house and get into a better house if you already have a house, but you think, you know what? It's time for a new place. We can help you at buywithconrad.com. That's buywithconrad.com, B-U-Y with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And be sure to ask about our green light underwrite. We can actually get your file completely underwritten, and that allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com. Come be a part of the greatest stable since the four horsemen. Adfreeshows.com is your home for Arn and all of my other podcasts. And you get every episode from all the shows early, ad-free, and on video for as low as $9 a month. That's just 30 cents a day. Want to add cheese to that Whopper? Adfreeshows.com also has tons of exclusive Arn bonus content, like reliving the very first War Games match, or watching back a landmark moment in Arn's career, pinning Hulk Hogan 1-2-3 on Nitro. We also have interactive events where you get to chat one-on-one with Arn during Ask Arn Live, or how about live watch-along events like we did with FTR and Tully? Uh, of course, Arn is not one to toot his own horn, so I will toot toot. Adfreeshows.com is the best value going in wrestling today. So sign up today or else. 
I think we should have a gun sound effect here. I'm just kidding. Ad free shows, doc. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell, and today it's my pleasure to be joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spinebuster, and arguably the best tag team wrestler of my lifetime, the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you? Well, thank you for all that. I'm great. After that, you got me floating here. Hey, that's what we're supposed to do, man. I'm excited. We're talking about some of the most exciting times in your career, Arn. So I'm pumped up, buddy, and I can't wait to do it because this month, it's all about you and Tully winning those tag team championships. Yeah, this was the golden years, and this was the golden time of the golden years. So I look forward to go back and reliving it, too. All right. Well, hey, let's just get right into it. We're going to jump into it this week. Last week, we talked about the pursuit of the championship gold by the horsemen. You alternated taking on Barry Windham for the prestigious Western Heritage Stage Championship. You remember that? And alongside Tully, Tully battling the Rock and Roll Express for the better part of the last 45 days. The hard work, the deep sweats, the 60-minute draws, the pre-match shenanigans, the post-match attacks, JJ's leg dives, and the lethal loafers. We had it all, <laughs> Arn, and it all comes together for the horsemen as you and Telly become the NWA World Tag Team Champions to kick off the month of October. But I want to I set the stage for you, Arn, uh, because I want to remind our viewers and listeners that during this time, it wasn't uncommon for a title change to take place before it was aired on television. And I mention this specifically because this is exactly the way this title change went down. So all of our results, angles, matches, and interviews already have you and Tully with the tag championship belt. So hopefully this is going to help eliminate any confusion since the title change did not take place until October. So Arn, we're going to start it off here. It's September 29th, 1987. In a television taping for Worldwide that wouldn't air until October 10th, taking place at the Pfeiffer College Gym, you and T- Telly finally killed rock and roll. And no, sir, you didn't even need that Glock. You did, however, have some assistance from Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express. The titles finally changed hands, and this is how it all went down. The Midnights jumped rock and roll before the match, hurting Morton and disabling his arm, effectively taking Ricky out of the match. Robert Gibson wrestled nearly the entire match by himself, trying to fight you and Telly off as the arena built to a fever pitch. Ricky, much to the delight of the crowd, valiantly returned to the ring, but due to the injury, he was quickly thwarted, and Gibson called for the referee to stop the match before Tully permanently damages the arm and ends his career. With that... The Horsemen ride again and become the new NWA World Tag Team Champions. Arn, 
We have the closing moments of this match, so you can see it for yourself. Here we go. Let's check it out. Groggy at this point, Johnny. Royce and Slam hard to the knee. He's certainly in trouble now, especially over there in uh, their corner. No man's land for Robert Gibson. And besides being the no man's land, no partner to tag. But he fights back. He fights back. Gonna be double teamed. Held in a corner by Tully Blanchard. Iron Anderson now methodically going to work and trying to just take everything out of the body of uh, Robert Gibson. Uh, both are in Tully and J.J. Now he can't make a, he can't make a tackle. He brought Andrew Tully Blanchard down to the mat, but he couldn't hold him there. And Tully, it's just instinct, I think, that he, he reaches over almost for a tag, Johnny. That could be it. Tully Blanchard really smashed his face into the mat. One by the referee, two. Oh, he's still alive! What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. 
Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. There it is. What a hot ending to an incredible match arm. What'd you think of that, man? Incredible. Wow. Well, all you had to do was listen to the audience. That's drama. Those high-pitched voices, those rock and roll fans, man, they were going berserk. And the story, you know, put Robert in a impossible situation to overcome, but he just wouldn't quit. And that's who those guys were. And uh, Ricky came in with a one-handed arm in a sling, come back, and he banged Tully and I around enough that you thought maybe, hey, they're going to pull this thing out. So you're talking high-level drama. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's how you get heat. And, and, buddy, you did it like you always did, the Anderson way. You went right off a- after that damaged wing. And, and rock and roll loses here, but it seems like they're somewhat protected by the angle. Would, would you agree it's not a, a clean shoulders-to-the-met type finish? Oh, 100%. You know, the, it was one, one partner cared enough about another partner that it – his safety meant more than the titles on that night. And that's, you know, very few teams, you know, could have pulled that off. But Ricky and Robert were just like brothers. To this day, I'm, they're still like brothers. So you got it. You got the story. Yeah, absolutely. And you're and you, as you and Tully performing together at this point, you're okay with that, right? That doesn't bother you, that type of finish for them? No, God, no. Even better. Because the fact is, I want to see it again because we didn't beat them. Circumstances beat them. And a good heel always took advantage of a ch- of cheap circumstances. And that's what we had. The, the Midnight Express got the ball rolling. We took advantage of it. And I can tell you as a fan of this time, Arn, this is the, the, it was the whole thing, right? The drama, you mentioned him coming down to the ring with the, with the damaged wing. But the crowd was so loud that as you even watch it on TV at home as a kid or teenager or adult, whatever you are, it was just, it was like, it was, it was emotional. It was like being there it was incredible. And then, uh, you know, Dusty and your heroes like Ronnie Garvin, everybody coming down the ringside, everybody's trying to protect Ricky Morton. It's just not his partner, but all the faces, the good guys are all protecting him. This is a big deal. This could be his career. Oh, man, you couldn't ask for better drama around this time. So a lot of fun. Later in this episode, you and Tully alongside JJ conduct an interview with Bob Cottle, and we have that clip. Here's your immediate reaction to finally capturing 
the NWA Tag Team Gold. Fans, you saw how they did it, and here are the men that did it. The symbol of success. Let me first offer my congratulations to new champions. The world tag team champions. You know, Bob Cut, like, you know, I tell you what, when your adrenaline gets flowing, and you know, just watching Ricky Morton down there laying there with his arm like this, Robert Gibson running across, no more, no more, horseman, quit, quit, he gives up, he gives up. Just like we said, and we've said it, he said it, JJ said it, all the horsemen have said it. When the horsemen say it, it happens. Take it to the bank, cash it, bet on it, bet your house on it, bet the farm on it. Because we said it, it happened right here. Now, oh, you want to think back a couple weeks ago, JJ Arn, Nikita Kola beat me for the world television title. Oh, nobody said nothing about that. Poor Ricky Morton. Tough. Tough beans, as it were. You don't cry over spilt milk. It's a tough profession. The world's tag team champions are standing right here. The bottom line is, Bob Cottle, when one of the horsemen tell you a grasshopper can pull a freight train, hook it up. And we'll be right back after we take this time out. Oh, my goodness. When a, four, when a horseman member tells you a grasshopper can pull a freight train, hook it up. That sounds like it needs to be a T-shirt, Arn. <laughs> Well, the exact verbiage that I would have used had it not been on uh, television would have been a piss ant pulling the freight train. It's got a better sound to it, but we couldn't say that then. Um, You know, and the fallout of this too, Paul, is you not only did you want to see the rock and roll get their titles back from us, but you also, you could book them with the Midnight Express and they wanted to see that too, because that's, they were highly responsible for all that going on. So the fallout was you had a huge angle with Tully and I and the Midnight Express for the Rock and Roll Express to go around to these house shows and work. A lot of, a lot of good fallout from that. Now, absolutely. So, yes, I'll be looking for that T-shirt, Arn. When a horseman tells you, uh, you know, a pissant can pull a, a freight train, hook it up. I think that one needs to be on boxagimmicks.com. So, Maybe. So, Tony Schiavone has always told us that you're the master of the one-liner. Here's just another example, buddy. So I love it. Well, hey, there's so much material laying around, it's easy. <laughs> Well, listen, you and Telly are the tag team champions representing the horsemen this time around. What was your reaction to winning the tag total with Tully? Well, it was my first, you know, tag titles with that, with that company. And, uh, it was a huge deal because of the quality of talent that was in Jim Crocker promotions at that time. Uh, it had built and built and built. And, hey, we were very proud of that. Tully and I came together as a team, and we started clicking, and it happened pretty relatively easy. So, uh, you know, we were just proud that uh, we brought those titles to the Horsemen, and uh, it was uh, it was a very proud moment for me. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Yeah, so think about it and share maybe with our audience a little bit. You went, uh, you're young Arn Anderson here. What it was like to work with someone like Ole the previous year. And then with all those matches, you know, with Ole you work. Now here you are paired with Tully. What kind of difference was that? Uh, what did that make for you in terms of tag team wrestling, having been able to work with The Rock, Ole Anderson, and now transitioning to Tully? I learned something from everyone I was in the ring with. The, the people I wrestled, 
the partners that I had, Ole was totally different in his style and his thought process. Uh, he was just straightforward. He just, you know, if he told you he was going to knock your block off, he did. Tully was one of those guys that I've said over the years, I mean, he had heat with everybody. He was the ultimate smartass. And uh, people despised him, and it made our job very, very easy. It really did. He was cocky, but he was talented, and he didn't say anything that he didn't believe. And pretty much everything he said came true. So it was, uh, it was two different experiences, but Tully and I, I think, had more shelf life maybe because we could work with more teams and make it more exciting if if that's the right terminology and buddy let me tell you as a fan again of this era Oli brought such believability you, you said all those things about him but you believed it, it it just wasn't a character that's who he was and he was nasty, and he was a badass, and he was going to kick people's asses, and uh, that's who he was, and you believed it, and that came across the screen. And I think you helped carry that on and brought that into your tag team with Tully Blanchard as well, and you two just really complemented each other nicely as a tag team moving forward. I would agree with you there, so good stuff. Yeah, I kind of moved into, you know, just in summation, I, I kind of moved into that spot that Ole and I were – he was the stopper. Now Tully got banged around a little bit, and I was the stopper. That's right. Different styles as far as mechanics, but same story. There you go. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? What interferes with your happiness? Check out betterhelp.com slash ARN. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They'll allow you to connect in a safe and private online environment. It really is so convenient. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they've even got financial aid available. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors located near you. By the way, licensed professional counselors are also there who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and even self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And we recommend you check out their testimonials that are posted daily at betterhelp.com. And by the way, BetterHelp has been such a sensation and so helpful across all of America that they're now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. 
I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash ARN. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash ARN. That's betterhelp.com slash ARN. That's betterhelp.com slash ARN. And we thank betterhelp.com for sponsoring today's program. Well, the television taping concluded with a match featuring you and Luger versus Ronnie Garvin and Nikita. Only nine minutes of the match was aired, and the show actually went off the air before the match was over. But, Arn, this is a ton of talent in one ring, and the visual of all the championships makes it even more significant. What are your thoughts on these sort of matches featuring all the major champions? It's all the title holders in the ring together. Um... Well, it just beat you over the head. The fact that what we said was going to happen, happened. You know, and having us all in there grouped, we had all the bragging rights, and it just put metal in, in what we said. When we said something on a promo, it happened. Well, Lauren, the table has been set now for the rest of the month. We're going to take a closer look at what you and the horsemen were doing during October of 1987. And on the first, as newly crowned tag champions, you and Tully participate in a double main event at the Dorton Arena in Raleigh. In the first match, you defeated Jimmy Garvin in a steel cage match. Tully, however, would lose his cage match to Robert Gibson. And then we move on to the following day, October 2nd, at the Richmond Coliseum in front of 3,000 people. You and Tully, once again, man, you guys love the steel cages. You're main eventing in a steel cage match, this time against both members of the Rock and Roll Express, and this time with the NWA tag team titles at stake. You and Tully pick up the win, and Morton, who's still selling that injury, was pinned. And we move on. We're going to continue on through some of these results here. There was a television taping on the morning of October 3rd for the UWF. And of note, the challenge you and Tully laid down to the rock and roll for a cage match in Greensboro that aired as part of this taping. I think you'll remember that one, Arn. That's the clip that we watched where JJ dove at Ricky Morton's ankle like he was Kurt Angle at the 96 Olympics. You remember oh, that one, right? It was flawless. <laughs> I wanted to make sure we got that on this show more than once. It was as smooth as silk. I showed that to Brock, my son, the other day, and he went, damn, that was good. It was, and it made social media, and uh, I rewatched it again, even though you and I watched it together, because it's 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 awesome. And it, He was all out. J.J. Dillon was all in, helping you guys out, whether it was in a suit and tie or not, and those wild loafers, he was diving in and getting his hands dirty, so you got to appreciate that Got about that JJ. perfect single leg, all amateurs. <laughs> You can appreciate that. That's right. Made Kurt Angle jealous. So World Championship Wrestling was also recorded the morning of October 3rd. In the show, it's announced that Starcade, here we go, will take place in Chicago. And the Road Warriors cut a promo calling out you and Tully challenging the horsemen for the titles at Starcade. We want to note that this is the build we will be seeing on television. It makes sense. The Road Warriors called Chicago home. Just when you thought you and Telly had gotten away from Hawk and Animal, here it is all over again. Hawk and Animal in Chicago. Arn, do you remember if the tag titles were taking off of uh, Rock and Roll knowing the Road Warriors and Horsemen were going to be a featured bout at Chi-Town Heat? No, I just think that would, it would have still been a feature match without the titles up. It was just time. It was time for all the promises that Tully and I had made, especially me. 
about becoming a champion, you know, we had made a lot of promises and it was time to pay it off. Time to deliver. Well, after the uh, interview and your first television defense, you and Tully defended the NWA tag team titles against Mike Force and Tommy Angel. This match goes a little more than five minutes, but as expected, the horsemen defend their newly won titles with ease. And we have the conclusion of that match here. Let's check it out. Get ready to say Tommy Angel really needs a tag. Mike Force needs to do a little bit more than that, obviously. He did. He just got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> finished him off. Tommy, elbow in the back. Pulls him up by the hair. Hooks him. You know what he's gonna do. Slingshot suplex over. Power down. For the pin, yes. The world tag team champions, Tully Blanchett and Iron Anderson. ACJJ. They now is the time. I love that move, the slingshot suplex. Smooth. Suplex and puts him down for the pin. Your winners, the world tag team champions, Tully Blanchard and Iron Anderson. A symbol of the four horsemen would. Ah, there we go. And you know what? That's a move that I think I wish that uh, s- folks would try to incorporate. At least some wrestler would try to incorporate back into uh, into their move set. It's just, it's just everybody can do a suplex, but that slingshot, it was just that unique touch that made it, uh, made it special. That's why they don't, because it is difficult. And if you don't, if you don't land the, the proper part of the legs uh, on that top rope to get your momentum. To get that go, bounce. Yep. If you go too low or too high, it doesn't look like that. And, and I think guys know it. And I think it's pretty smart they don't try to emulate it because when it looks great, it looks great. When it looks bad, it looks bad. Well, I think that you cleared the record right there for me, Arn. I never really thought about it, but you're right. As far as the technique of it, it sh- and Tully had it perfected, man. He delivered it per- perfect every time, at least that we saw on TV. He never missed one. Okay, I got to ask. This is the fashionista part of our, of our show. You're wearing red trunks, yellow boots. Not always your go-to combination, Arn, but it looks like you and Tully, you're trying to get on the coordinated look. But uh, from your point of view, do the outfits, the boots, the trunks, the jackets, does everything have to start matching at this point? Are you guys talking about that? Not really. Because we didn't come in and we weren't built as a team, and day one we weren't a team. Uh, We were two individuals that tagged together. And I think that's what made the horseman special we, we were all individuals and we all brought something different to the table. So as far as matching, I don't think it was a, ever even a conversation. Do you think that if, as you establish yourself as a tag team, or maybe there's young tag teams that are listening that are saying, Hey, we're all in as a tag team. Do you think that's important to have that dress like a team concept as opposed to individuals? Um, I think if you are brought in and introduced as a team, you should dress like a team. There you go. And if you're put together by circumstances, I don't think it's as important, but you could, if you're going to be together and be successful, it could morph into that. Yeah. You know, 
if it turns into more of a long-term plan, then yeah. And your success and you guys are feel like you're, you're two guys thinking like a single unit and that's your explanation. Then you should look like a single unit. There you go. By now, you know that everything is crazy overseas and well, that's created some volatility in the market. We actually saw rates tick down a little bit this week. We don't know how long it'll stay that way. All the experts are predicting that there is going to be a rate hike this month in the month of March. Some are saying 25 basis points. Others are saying 50. What does that mean? It means waiting will cost you money. And by the way, I want to mention this is still a once in a lifetime opportunity just based on your real estate values. You see all of a sudden your house is worth considerably more than it was just a couple of years ago. And as a result, you can use that newfound equity to change your life. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners take their 30 year loan and pay it off in half the time. And how can they afford to do that without their payments going sky high? We get rid of all their other debt. And I mean it as a heads up. What would you do if you had no credit card debt? Just like that. It was all paid off. How much easier would life be if those car payments, they're out of here. No more car payments. That is the story that we're able to help our friends and family with at SaveWithConrad.com. You see, the interest you pay on your credit cards, not tax deductible, and sky high. The interest you pay on your car loans. Buddy, where is that going? What if we could restructure all of your debt, use some of this newfound equity, and at the same time, get you out of debt faster? You see, what we're talking about is reducing the time on your mortgage. Yes, we're going to get you a great rate. But if you're in a 30-year loan, think about what your life looks like 30 years from now. Man, life gets a lot easier when you're completely debt-free, and that's what we want to help you do. And by the way, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And oh, as a heads up, if you've been thinking, hey man, I like my house, but my kitchen's kind of outdated. What if we could get you the cash you need to turn your average kitchen into something your wife loves and it wouldn't change your monthly payment at all? Why wouldn't you do that? You see, you'd be reinvesting back in your own property. That's going to make your house worth even more. And oh yeah, you can do it with cheaper monthly payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Now I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to go check out our reviews for yourself. See what some of our new family members are saying at ConradReviews.com. You'll see there, we've got over a thousand verified reviews. Our average rating is 4.72. And if we were a restaurant with a thousand reviews and a 4.72 rating, I know where you're eating dinner and I know where you need to do your next loan. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's SaveWithConrad.com. Well, later that evening at the Charlotte Coliseum, the Horsemen defended the titles against the Rock and Roll Express in another steel cage match for the main event of the show. This match, by the way, Arn followed a world title defense by Ronnie Garvin, who defeated Ivan Koloff. Once again, though, it's Double A and Tully coming out victorious. I mentioned that match placement because Garvin, as the new champion, is not the main event. Do you think that this was a conscious decision because the Horsemen were so over in Charlotte? Don't. It's a logistics thing. Okay. If you if you put us on before, you had to stop the show, assemble the cage, then when the match was over, take it back down. And then do your main event versus let all the matches be done. Now your final matches, you just have to put up the cage and you can finish. 
when it's over with, the audience can leave and you can tear down. It doesn't cut into your showtime, if that makes any sense. It makes total sense. This was way before the days they could construct the uh, cage above the ring for the entire show and then lower it and raise it whenever they felt like yes, it. Yes, it was pre that. <laughs> yes. Well, on October 4th at a matinee show at the Asheville Civic Center and in a singles match, you took on Kendall Wyndham, who was substituting for NWA world champion Ronnie Garvin. Garvin substituted for Road Warrior Hawk in the main event, tagging with Animal to defeat Tully and Luger. But I want to switch gears here for a moment, Arn. We know that you what you thought of Barry. What was it like working with Kendall at this point in time in his career? Kendall was talented. He really was. He was he was a good wrestler. Um, he grew up in the business, being second generation, and I and I do believe that second generation guys that grow up in the business or girls you just kind of get parts of the business by osmosis by listening to the dinner table conversation or listen to conversations when other wrestlers would come over to the house because you know in those days you would spend time vacationing you know with with your partners and and all kind of stuff and they and the kids that grew up in being second generation they would just get certain things by osmosis and i think kendall was one of those guys because he was a very talented wrestler yeah i mean not only that he's in a tough position from the get-go you mentioned uh you know blackjack uh mulligan was, was his father but not only that now his older brother is way over so there's not just one but two shadows kind of that he's got to come up in and try to be successful that's not a, it's not an easy position to be in no, it's really not. And I think, you know, the audience, without being hard on you, they still judge you, you know, by your family. And let's just face it, Black Jack Mulligan was a monster. Mm-hmm. Barry got those genes, you know, and was a smooth monster. Uh, so Kendall had a tough road to hold, but I think he did a good job for the amount of experience he had had. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, the next time we see you is for a worldwide taping on October 6th. This taping would air on October 17th and was recorded at the always hot, pun intended, Memorial Auditorium in Spartanburg. And while I'm sure you worked up one of those famous deep sweats, Whew. this show was loaded with segments and matches. You and Tully with JJ by your side had some comments directed at the Road Warriors and the potential match for Starcade. Let's take a listen, Arn. Well, the first chance we've had to talk to these two is the World Tag Team Champions, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard. Tully, I think you owe a great big assist to the Midnight Express. Well, Bob Cottle, what it is is the contracts were signed and you had to get to the ring. What happens before, nobody said, Arn's got a broken hand. Okay? Nobody said nothing about Arn. He was in the ring with me, ready to go. Ricky Morton, you opened up something that you couldn't finish. That's your problem, not ours. We want him right in the middle of the ring. You quit. You and your partner quit gave up we are the world's tag team champions now you listen to the road warriors side town heat they want to shot at us if jj Dillon says you gentlemen and i use the term loosely are worthy of a championship shot in uh, in november in chicago then they'll get it but in a mouse to bob carter this year when we go to the ring i'm sorry myself in particular, we're going as the incumbents for the World Tag Team Champions. We're going in to defend this, whether it's rock and roll, road warriors, superpowers, garbage, it doesn't matter who it is. When you're the incumbents, it's hard to unseat 
you. So, Road Warriors, you figure you got enough. Just remember one thing. The horsemen are going to wrestle with that same intensity, that same drive, that same endurance that got us these belts. And when we're on top, it's hard to knock us off the top of the mountain. The World Tag Team Champions fans, now back to the ring. You want to talk about intensity. My goodness, Arn. I'm nervous just watching that now. Well, confidence we were building. You know, we had, it's no easy matter fighting the road warriors. You know, but each time that you do and you live through it, and, and a lot, that was the goal to begin with. Just to live through it. <laughs> wasn't to win. It was just to survive. <laughs> That's right. And you survive a few times and you figure out, well, maybe they are partially human and maybe there's a chance that they'll make a mistake and if they do we got a shot at it mm. i got to mention too those beautiful tag team championships we know conrad's a big belt mark i love belts as well it's been cool because i'm telling you if you're a member of ad free shows or gotten to go to starcast or things like that those are the titles that we've gotten to see and take pictures with and you and tully have, have held again for some photo ops Beautiful, beautiful championship tag team belts there held by, by you and Iron Man. Well, yeah, and you know what? It was a source of pride because I think it came from an era where there was the most talent ever across the board in the wrestling industry. And to be world tag team champions. Yeah, when people talk about the greatest tag teams of all times, you can't leave out Arn and Tudley, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, the Road Warriors. Buddy, all four of those teams are right here in 1987 going at it with each other in, in the e same company. Yep, and in every single town across this United States. <sighs> we didn't miss any. I mean, we were when we said we were on tour, we were on tour. All right, all right, all right. Let's take a time out right now and tell you about something my wife absolutely loves. Of course, this episode is sponsored by Cometeer. Commenteer is the first coffee you melt to make. It's delicious quality coffee that's ready in seconds. Commenteer's freshly brewed coffee arrives flash frozen inside the world's very first 100% curbside recyclable capsule. It's super simple to melt your way hot or iced coffees. That's right. Lattes and so much more. No machines or expensive equipment needed. It's incredibly simple. It's fuss free. It's mess free. It's coffee just the way you like it. Uh, my wife and Bruce's wife absolutely love it. I am friends with Bruce's wife on social, and she keeps on and on about how much she loves Cometeer. It's her favorite coffee. My wife's too, and it's a fun process. Let me explain about the source and variety of Cometeer. You see, Cometeer's brewing process captures over 2,000 flavor compounds that exist in a single coffee bean. Cometeer offers a wide variety of light, medium, and dark single origin and blended coffee roasts from the very best specialty roasters. The brewed coffee is then immediately flash frozen at minus 321 degrees, not a rib, all inside a recyclable capsule to lock in the freshness and the flavor. Now, Cometeer has discovered the best way to brew, preserve, and deliver delicious coffee to your home. Now, I don't think a lot of people think about this, but let me give you a little pro tip. The coffee that you see on the shelf at the grocery store, stale the only way to get it this fresh is to do it this way. I mean, think about that. They're brewing it and then immediately flash freezing it minus 321 degrees. All you need to do is add water to enjoy it hot or cold. 
Now with Cometeer, you can have a high quality balanced cup of coffee in the time it takes to boil water or fill a glass with ice all for a fraction of the price of a coffee that you would get at some sort of cafe. Cometeer is delicious black or however you normally enjoy your coffee. And unlike the other pods that you may be familiar with, Cometeer capsules are 100% curbside recyclable. So how great is that? Not only does it taste great, not only is it like almost a hidden secret. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't know there were 2000 flavor compounds, but it turns out Cometeer has got the right idea for us and for the environment. Come on now. Uh, the variety is awesome. The melting process is fun because man, I didn't know you could make iced coffee at home. Boom. You got it. Cometeer brings you the best coffee on the planet. It's incredible, but don't just take our word for it. Experience it for yourself. Try the coffee you melt to make brewed exclusively in partnership with award-winning roasters. And boy, have we got a special deal for you. Save $20 off your first order when you sign up at commenteer.com slash arn. That's C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R.com slash arn. And we thank Commenteer for sponsoring the podcast and maybe the most innovative coffee of all. Check it out. You're going to love it. I know my wife does, and yours will too. Commenteer.com forward slash arn. That's C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R.com slash A-R-N. Cometeer.com slash Arn. Coming at you. That's many people's tag team Mount Rushmore, those four teams right there. And you guys all did battle day in and day out with one another. And that's why this is such a tremendous era uh, of wrestling. And, man, just uh, so privileged to relive this with you. So let's get into some of the other results. The following day in Cleveland, Ohio at the Convention Center, all the horsemen were heavily featured for a UWF television taping. The show recapped how you and Tully won your titles from the Rock and Roll Express. One of the featured matches of the show was an eight-man tag with Rick, Luger, Tully, and yourself taking on Barry Windham, Mike Rotundo, Brad Armstrong, and Tim Horner. My God, the talent in that match. Uh, if that wasn't enough, once again, the live crowd was treated to a dark match, pitting Dusty Rhodes and the Road Warriors against Flair, Luger, and you, Arn, in a steel cage match. As you might imagine, the horsemen found themselves on the losing end of this one. But what a card, Arn. You're wrestling twice in that show, the dark match. But can you just talk to some of the talent we did with the tag teams? But now we're talking about Rotunda and Wyndham and Armstrong and Horner. Performers. What they may have, have lacked in championships and quality TV time and long records of, of, of wins, they brought up in, uh, in ability. And those guys got in there and... And they showed incredible resiliency because the fact is, you know, it was a pretty good set of opponents they were looking across the ring at. And we had our shit together. And uh, those guys were very competitive. And uh, Brad Armstrong and Tim Horner are two guys that every chance I get, I give a plug to because they were just that good. And you could put them in a main event and they would hold their end up. And, uh, on this particular situation, I'm sure they did. But if you bought a ticket to that show, can you imagine? After all the, the matches that you saw on TV, to have a dark match of that magnitude? What, with the cage with Dusty and the Warriors with Flair, my, Luger, and Arn Anderson. My God, that's a that's a pay-per-view match. You got your money's worth, buddy. That's for sure. And then some. Yep, absolutely. I love, and I love the, the reference to Tim Horner. White Lightning, Tim Horner. 
And man, another another really good wrestler. Probably doesn't get the due that he deserves. Not the loudest guy ever on the mic, or you won't remember a classic promo. But when it came to between those ropes, he knew what he was doing and could get the job done. Big fan of him as well. Yep, certainly, Brad. Every bit the same. There we go. Well, Jim Crockett Promotions recorded an episode of World Championship Wrestling. The next day, uh, here we're at October 10th, a video package once again shows you and Tully defeating Rock and Roll on the program. Following that recap, you and Tully defeated Martin and Rusty Middle in quick order with a double gourd buster. I'm not making up those names. And following the championship wrestling taping, the Jim Crockett Promotions crew, crew traveled to the Greensboro Coliseum, the famous Greensboro Coliseum, your home away from home, Arn, in front of an audience of 3,416 people. Robert Gibson would defeat you in a singles match. True to his word, as we saw last week, Jim Crockett did indeed sign the lumberjack match between Tully and Ricky Morton, where Tully would come out on the winning side. Luger defeated Sting at this event, and Flair would fall short in his quest to recapture the NWA title in a losing effort against Ronnie Garvin. But my goodness, again, what another stellar match lineup here at the Greensboro Coliseum. Uh, you're getting a young Luger and Sting taking on each other. That matchup alone would continue on into the early 90s and carry WCW uh, into the early 90s. So just a tremendous amount of talent here on the card. And then I guess what appears after seemingly a day off, business would then pick up more for the horsemen. You and Tully wrestled the Road Warriors at the Greenville Memorial Auditorium on October 12th. Under bunkhouse stampede rules, the Warriors got the victory but did not win the titles. This was a non-title contest. Arn, you, Tully, and the rest of the horsemen were often featured heavily in this era in innovative, albeit violent matches such as war games, steel cage, bull rope, etc., what are your thoughts on these kind of matches, knowing what these matches often require of the competitors? Well, <clears throat> it sounds like to me a bunch of horsemen probably almost bled to death more than once. <laughs> Absolutely. And the violence that some of these matches brought out, they were totally different than having a... Tag match, let's just say, for the tag titles. Uh, you couldn't afford to get DQ'd if it was a standard match. You know, you didn't want to lose by getting DQ'd or counted out. You had to have a one, two, three. But on some of these bunkhouse matches, the rules were totally different. Let's face it. If, if you're one of us, if you're a horseman, and you look across and see Road Warriors, Bunkhouse Stampede, anything goes, that means those two guys can pick up anything in that arena and hit you with it, and it's legal. Like they need weapons? Given the you, monster's weapons. Unreal. Are you serious? Yeah. But, you know, I think it was a test to test our metal, test, you know, the fact if we can handle that with that group of guys. And, you know, we held our own in every type match there was. Uh, in those days, if you had a, a tag match, Nine out of ten times what it meant was bad guys had screwed the good guys time after time after time, especially with us, run-ins were, we told you from the beginning, you jump on one of us, you jump on all of us. 
And if one of us got in trouble, if Rick was in danger of losing that world title, we would all come piling in because that was preferable to him getting beat and losing the title, the DQ. Uh, so that was the reason for a cage, to keep the guys out of in those days, we did. We kept them out. But the bigger story was it was payday for the guys that had been wronged, the good guys. And somebody was going to bleed, and nine times out of ten, guess who that was? Science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering our core body temperature. You see, temperature-controlled sleep repairs our muscles after a hard day's work, and it improves our cognitive function, so you always start your day feeling sharp and alert. Chili Sleep makes customizable climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Chili Sleep makes the Uller, that's the one I have, and the Cube Sleep System. Both are hydro-powered, temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili Sleep can make that happen. For an extra layer of comfort, they also make the Chili Blanket. It's the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. Head over to chilisleep.com forward slash Arn to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for Arn listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash Arn to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up feeling refreshed every day. Well, Arn, the good times would keep rolling. And by good times, I mean cage matches. Because on October 16th, the main event from Norfolk Scope was Arn and Tully defending those titles against the Rock and Roll in another steel cage match. We're halfway through the month here, Arn, and most of the matches that you and Tully that we're talking about were against Rock and Roll inside that steel cage. How difficult is it to perform these matches night after night? And by that, I mean this physically emotionally from a storytelling point of view anything that you can share with our audience with our listeners on the toll that it takes on you in all those ways well i mean there's nothing in there that is comfortable to run into it's still it's still cage it is what it says it is um and the reality is uh, it confines your ability to roll out, catch a breath. Some of the theories of shooting a guy out to where J.J. may be lurking of the ring and J.J. doing something behind the referee's back to let us regain control, all those things go away. And when you're night after night after night, you're in a different city, you expect as a performer to go out and give them the same quality violent match that you gave the night before the night before the night before. So there is no such thing as a day off cage match meant everybody was going to get banged up and that's what they did. And every match that followed that, that was a cage match. So what it meant as a performer, you had to suck it up, tie, tie those bootstraps up real tight and just plan to be abused because that was the whole story behind the cage match. Use it as a weapon, and what a weapon it was. 
aren't in this day, in this era, in this time that we're talking about, do you remember there ever being, hey, guys, uh, we've wrestled in cage matches three out of the last four nights. Maybe, maybe what do you think about maybe not a cage match tonight or talking with God? Was there any of that? It was like, okay, another cage match. Let's go out and kill it. No, because each individual market, you know, like I said, if you didn't, let's just say for whatever reason you hadn't watched TV for two weeks, uh, and you got to went take your family to go to a live event. That particular night, you might not know what the story was from a week or two ago, and all you knew is what you went by that particular night. And so we knew that, and each night we gave each individual market as good as the markets before them, and mm. that was just professionalism. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, it wasn't the time of, hey, let's just talk to the booker and see if we can do something different than a cage match. It was, no, this is what we've promised. This is what they're paying for, and we're going to deliver on it every single night. There was no taking you, nights off. And that's how you built your product that any fan in any town knew if they bought a ticket, they were going to get their money's worth. They were getting the best of it. And then some. Nobody was going to tank. Nobody was going to take a night off. Nobody was going to so say, I'm tired. Let's let's take it easy. That didn't exist. Not professional. Would have never been, never flown. That's awesome. Well, that's and that's why this era was just so incredible and uh, and just amazing to watch on not only on television but like you said, if you paid for a ticket and went to a house show, you were going to see some of that same hot action. And you guys, like we've talked about before, you and Conrad have talked about. He's talked about on other shows. This is the era where televisions are a little bit more of infomercials. You're trying to talk people into those buildings. You're trying to sell tickets to those shows and those pay-per-views. And when you get there, you don't want to disappoint. You want to deliver. And delivering, you guys did. And uh, so with that, we'll continue to move on here. We're, we're, we're talking World Championship Wrestling. It aired on October 17th as a matinee show. This one takes place at the TBS Studios, Arn. And you and Tully are defending your titles against Rocky King and George South. And I, I say Rocky King because I recently, uh, just w on the Kurt Angle show, we had, uh, we're talking with Jonathan Gresham. It's not been pushed out there yet. Hasn't, hasn't come out. It will in a few weeks. But you know how he was introduced to wrestling? By Rocky King, who works at a car dealership, and he ended up meeting him. And I thought, my goodness, that's a name I haven't heard since the 80s and, and those Crockett years. So there you go, a big influence on who is now the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. It all started for him with Rocky King. But here you are, you're defending your titles against Rocky and George. Match goes three minutes and change, with Tully securing the victory with a slingshot suplex to George South. Another guy that's had a tremendous influence in wrestling arm, George South. Yep. George is still around. George is still wrestling. And that, still, that, yes. that says something. Yep. You know, number one, it says his love for the business is credible. Number two, he's been very, very lucky to have not been injured to the degree he had to quit. And, uh, you know, George still is out there entertaining crowds, and uh, it's amazing. Well, after you hit Rocky with the gourd buster, for good measure, and to remind everyone in the building who the heels were, this episode also featured you, Tully, and JJ at the desk with Tony Schiavone, and we're going to take a listen to what you had on your mind. Superficial wrestling, the four horsemen, here they are, NWA World Tag Team Champions, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, along with JJ Dillon. Tony Schiavone, a star cave, he's up, Chi-Town heat, all the signings coming across, 
teams nobody wants to sign for the world tag team titles. Now the horsemen came out, we said we'd be world champions. We've proven that. We said we'd take the Rock and Roll Express, remove them from contention. We've done that. Now Rhodes hadn't signed, the Road Warriors hadn't signed. We don't care if it's the sheep herders. Any team wants to put themselves on the dotted line. What we are are the symbol of excellence. We are the elite in all the professional sports. And when it comes to Starcade, the back of my neck gets hot because what it does, it shows a proven ground. It shows 10 million people all at one time. The reason we are the elite, we can show everybody that we are the finest team in all the professional wrestling. Tell us, Tom. You know, Double A, when you think about the chase that we had to go through, the Rock and Roll Express, many hard matches, the greatest tag team over the last four years, the names Rock and Roll Express, synonymous synonymous with tag teams and the tag team championships, the world championships I speak of. Now then, something happened to people, a lot of throw like there's a lot of smoke all over it. Well, that particular night, something happened to Ricky Morton. He showed enough guts to come to the ring wounded. But the fact remained, he was a little bit short and he liked had his arm ripped off. But oh no, nobody says Arn got hurt three days earlier by the road warriors slamming him off the edge of the ring onto the floor. He came, nobody says he was hurt, Tully was hurt, nobody says that. We took advantage of an opportunity, yes, but our names were on the contract and we were there, wounded as it were, and we walked out with these. Now, the wrestling fans and all the people out there have world champions fitting the integrity, the place in life, the stature, and the quality and the class that we exhibit through everyday life. That's why we are part of the Four Horsemen, this symbol of excellence. And we will take these championship belts to a height never taken before or seen in the past 80 years of the National Wrestling Alliance. Now then, you talk about somebody out here wanting to crack on the National Wrestling Alliance. Well, my friend, you go sell out some buildings before you start cracking on what is the elite in professional wrestling. As usual, Tony Giovanni, it has been your pleasure. There they are, your World Tag Team Champions fans. Oh, I had to make that clear to Shivani. But I got to talk about Tully here, man, because he really embraced that shit-talking heat magnet, and it's clear he knew how to draw money, isn't it? I'm just sitting here thinking that was probably one of the best promos he's ever done. Whew, so good. Confident, intelligent, to the point. That was, that's how you talk people into a building. That's how you sound like a star. And boy, you two were stars together, together, both so good on the mic individually. And now collectively JJ didn't need to talk. He just sat in the back with his, with his finger over his chin, not having to say a word, man. Cause you guys had it all under control, brother. Yep. And you know, if, if we would have felt he, he needed to jump in there, I would have probably just hit him with a, with a little light elbow on, in the ribs, and he would yeah. know he's going to shut it down. There you so go. It was We were a team. JJ was a part of that team as much as anybody. Ah, that's good. Well, Crockett would travel to Baltimore later that day in front of 8,000 fans, and you and Tully defeated the Rock and Roll Express. The next day, we're at October 18th. There were multiple shows and split crews working for Jim Crockett and the UWF uh, respectively, you wrestled Barry for the Western Heritage States Championship at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit in front of a crowd of only a thousand people. This was the semi main event of the show as Flair and Luger took on Garvin and Dusty in the main event of the evening. 
This crowd was a uh, the, the crowd was was small, a thousand people, but the card was very top heavy. Arn, any thought on why it would not have performed better than only drawing a thousand fans to a historic arena like Joe Lewis? Yep, because nobody wanted to see it. What other excuse could there be? Yeah, you might as well just face it and look truth in the uh, eyes. Whatever reason, that particular day, whether there was other stuff going on that you try to blame it on, and, hey, you know, the fair was in town, and maybe they had a, a race or whatever. The fact is, if they didn't come and you put the right card out there, and they didn't come, it's because they didn't want to see it. And that's the only way I can describe it. It's interesting because it's it's a geographical thing, right? Because in Baltimore, 8,000, eight times the amount, and then you travel again uh, to Joe Lewis and a thousand. And you just said, for whatever reason, that town may have not been into it as much. And it is what it is. And, and you move on and you continue to build storylines and, and continue to do your thing as you move to Starcade. Here we are. It's the 19th of the month. There was a UWF television taping. The most significant thing concerning you and Tully on this show was the official announcement that the horsemen were going to take on the road warriors at Starcade in Chicago. Later on that day, you and Tully worked the Greenville Memorial Auditorium with both of you in singles action. You defeated Robert Gibson in a taped fist match while Tully would come up on the losing end of a bunkhouse match against Ricky Morton. And then we moved to the 21st of October. You wrestled Mike Rotunda, who at the time was the Florida Heavyweight Championship. So I'm going to pause right here, Arn. Any memories of working with Mike Rotunda in this area? Yeah, what an athlete. You know, two-sport athlete at Syracuse. Amateur wrestling, football. Mike was a horse. He was he was a hell of a uh, wrestler, a hell of a worker. Great cardio shape. I mean, nothing but good things to say about Mike Rotundo. Very smart, very intelligent where the business was concerned, and uh, got to spend some time with Mike in the ring, and uh, it was a learning experience for me. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. He had uh, a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I remember him early on in the 80s teaming up with Barry Windham, 85 WrestleMania, the U.S. Express. But then he would come over here and be part of the varsity club eventually with Kevin Sullivan and Dr. Death and that group when he wore that Syracuse slinglet. And, man, he was TV champion, and he would show his, t- his uh, skill set off in the ring. He knew what he was doing in there. And, uh, you know, obviously he would move on in his persona and now have a couple of talented sons uh, that are in the business. Uh, just like uh, you have your son Brock, he has, you know, had some second generation, uh, you know, luck there as far as boys that have done really well in the business too. So it's really cool to see Mike Rotunda here, and I'm glad to hear uh, that you uh, had a good, respectful relationship with him uh, in this era, and and I appreciate you sharing that. Well, and as I do for his sons, Bray Wyatt, Bo Dallas, credible talents, all three of them, and. Uh, really an asset to the business. Well, Arn, you'd, you'd move on from that match with Rotunda, and the following day you main-evented the card in West Palm Beach alongside Flair and Luger, taking on the interesting tandem of Dusty, Nikita, and of all people, Kevin Sullivan. The horsemen come up short, but based on the rest of the card, it appears the CWF alumni were heavily featured. Could this be why Sullivan and Rhodes, who were bitter rivals under Eddie Graham's watch, were teamed up for this show? Yeah, it was just odd enough that would uh, get your interest up, I think. And Kevin Sullivan was a huge card, was huge in uh, 
in Florida for a long time. And uh, I guess it was just one of those random deals. Let's give it a try and see how we do. There you go. What better place to do it than there? There was no rest for the working man, let alone the horseman in this era, Arn. October 23rd, the Jim Crocker Promotions crew works the Charlotte Coliseum. And in the main event, it's Dusty, Nikita Koloff, Ricky, and Robert wrestled all the horsemen under the stipulation that if Rhodes' team wins, Johnny Weaver gets five minutes in the ring with J.J. Dillon. And the NWO Pro would then air on October 24th, featuring a super bout between you and Robert Gibson under, get this, Arn, deathmatch rules. The match went 17 minutes, and you lost the match when both of you were fighting on the floor, and Gibson crawled back into the ring, punched you in the face, and made it impossible for you to answer the 10 count. Now, the history of WWE.com, our source for the results that we gather here for the show, Noted that there were audible boos from the crowd when Gibson defeated you. Arn, I know, we all know you're a humble man about your success and what you enjoyed during your career. But you're facing one of the hottest baby faces in the promotion in a death match, and the crowd boos when you lose. Clearly, my friend, you are over in this era. I've gotten to the point, I think, that I had lost so many times <laughs> to so many people the audience in any given town was just wanting to see me win one. We'll go with that. Only reason that could have occurred. Oh, my friend. Listen, you, you were the man. Here we go. Worldwide would be taped later that day as well. You and Tully defended the titles against John Savage, number two time here on the show, and Rocky King winning in about two minutes with the double gourd buster. And then later in the same show, you and Tully and Luger and JJ were interviewed by David Crockett about the upcoming matches at Starcade 87. This segment featured one of your many key catchphrases, and I want you to check it out now. Here we go. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, with us now, United States Heavyweight Champion, the World Tag Team Champions, JJ Dillon, Iron Anderson, are you ready for Starcade? David Crockett, I don't want to come out here and toot our own horns, but toot, toot. When we said we were going to beat the Rock and Roll Express, we did it. When we said we are going to eliminate him from contention for Starcade, we did it. And when we tell you, David Crockett, look deep into my eyes, when we tell you we're going to beat the Road Warriors in their own backyard, Shottown Eat, believe it. Because the force, we don't come out here with wishy-washy annex. We don't tell you things. We don't let it fall through. What we want to tell you is we didn't become the elite group that we are just saying we're the horsemen getting satin jackets, having it pasted on the back, wearing sweatshirts. We earned it. Being a horseman, 24 hours a day job. Now you ask me if I'm ready for Starcade. It makes the back of my neck hot. I'm honored. The horsemen are honored to be in Starcade, but Starcade wouldn't be Starcade without the horsemen. So if you ask me if we're ready, Road Warriors, we don't have to prove nothing. You got prove everything we're the champions okay will be the biggest event wrestling has ever seen you see all this gold glittering out 
here. That's because we're the best at what we do. Here's the World Tag Team Champions. Here's the U.S. Heavyweight Champion. And Ric Flair will be once again the World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Because the bottom line is we love to showcase our talents. There's not a better place to do it in front of millions of people in Starcade 87 in Dusty Rhodes. 90 days is a long, long time. And we're all saying, out of sight, out of mind. Think about it. Isn't that right, Tuster? You know, can you imagine Chicago Thanksgiving night? Dusty Rhodes out for 90 days. Ronnie Garvin no longer World Heavyweight Champion. And you know, JJ, if we can find the right contenders for the world's tag team titles, we'll give them a shot that oh, night. Ah, so good. There it is. Toot, toot. The key phrase was dropped by Arn Anderson to start that promo. I was going to say that should be a t-shirt, but it is a t-shirt. It is a t-shirt. We already okay. got it, man. There we go. This rounded out what had to be a very long day of television. You and Telly successfully defended your tag titles against Keith Steinborn and Ricky Nelson as part of an episode of World Championship Wrestling. And typical of this era, you weren't finished there. No, 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 Arn. As part of Championship Wrestling from Florida card, you and Telly traveled to St. Petersburg, Florida, taking on the Rock and Roll Express. The next day, the 25th of October, as we come into the end of the month, you're back in Greensburg Coliseum in front of a crowd of 3,721. You and Barry Wyndham would once again wrestle for that prestigious Western States Heritage Championship. And unfortunately, Arn, I just love you shaking your head. You fell short in your quest to take the title back to Charlotte. The next day at the Greenville Memorial Auditorium, same match, same result as the crowd was traded to yet another classic bout between you and Barry. And then on the 29th, you and Telly main event, the card held at the Harrisonburg, Virginia high school gym. Yes, that's correct. Where you lose to the rock and roll express by DQ, thereby still holding on to your NWA tag team titles. And then we round out the month of October. Jim Crocker promotions recorded an on air television on October 31st. And on NWA Pro, you and Tully defeated Ricky Santana and Cougar J. Then on Worldwide, it was announced that the international world champions, the Road Warriors, would take on you and Tully for your NWA tag team titles at Starcade. This announcement was made on NWA Pro Arn the previous week as well, but the airing of the shows is now catching up with all the storylines. So that's how that worked for that. And finally, for a taping of World Championship Wrestling, you and Telly defeated Keith Steinborn once again and Rex King and Arn. That closes us out for what is a busy, bloody, violent October 1987. We used the word frenetic last week to describe the pace of the matches with rock and roll. But after reviewing everything that's transpired in this month and hearing your recall and answers to the questions that popped up during the research, it's quite apparent this is a balls-to-the-wall time of your life, my friend. And let's don't forget the travel schedule involved because it matters. Anybody that, is ever, that travels for business, doesn't matter what occupation you're in, forget about the fact that, that we have to get to the gym. we still got to wrestle 20, 30, 40 minutes a night. But anybody that travels, business travelers, that tell you, you know, that you got to fly from point A to point B, jump off, grab your bags, grab a rental car, still have 140 miles to drive because it's some out-of-the-way place. 
takes a toll on your body, and you do that day after day after day. And in these days of uh, 85, 86, 87, 88, that's the way it was. It was somewhere not geographically making sense a lot of times, but hey, you put your nose to the grindstone and took off, man, because that's where you were booked. And, and you, that's where you were booked, and everywhere you were booked, you gave it your all. And that's what we talked about here this week on this episode. So listen, I want to make sure you all join us next week because we're going to discuss all things Starcade 1987. You have the Horsemen, Arn and Tully. They're on a collision course with the Road Warriors. Chicago is the venue. We're going to examine the month of November in detail, looking at the build, the match, and the choices made by Jim Crockett Promotions in Chicago. Arn, I'm excited about uh, next week's episode, man. So am I. Can't wait to get to it. Well, Arm, before we get out of here this week, there are a few things I want to make mention of. And first of all, it's your WrestleCon appearance that's coming up March 31st through April the 2nd. It's in Dallas, Texas. And listen, if you're going to be in Texas, I know it's big WrestleMania weekend and all that, but WrestleCon is one of the biggest events for wrestling fans. And none other than the enforcer, Arn Anderson, is going to be there for you to be able to meet and greet, get your autographed items, say hello, shake his hand, and I can't tell you enough from personal experience, Arn is one of the nicest people you'll ever want to meet. And my goodness, you're hearing on the show each and every week the history and the impact that this man has had on the business. So please check it out. Make sure you, you find Arn, purchase a ticket, get in line, and support Arn Anderson at this appearance at WrestleCon. Arn? I sure appreciate that. It, it it is. It's the it's a chance for me to thank all of you for supporting this show. And the one of the first things most people say before we get to the pictures and talking about last time we saw each other and all these things we go through with the fans, which are real personal to me. It, it, I want to say thank you for the career that that you, the wrestling fans, have afforded me. Without you guys. I wouldn't have had the career that I had. And I get a chance finally to say thank you. And one of the things, one of the first things they say, which Paul is, you can take a bow here too, as well as Conrad, is they say, we love the podcast. It's different. I love going back, reliving the glory days, which makes ours different from everybody else's because we're literally walking through years of, uh, of my career. And it's, uh, it's a great opportunity to do it, and I'm very thankful for all the fans. Can't wait to see you guys. Ah, that sounds awesome, man. Just to be able to do this month by month and walk through some of the most incredible promos that you're ever going to want to hear and uh, angles and tag team wrestling and singles wrestling, it's just a real joy uh, to be able to listen to this show and participate in this show certain weeks. So, man, can't get enough of Arn. So that sounds uh, – that's it's amazing. Listen, follow Arn. You can check him out on Twitter at The Arn Show. Find him on Instagram at The Arn Show Pod. And then on YouTube, he's got a YouTube channel, and you can find him at uh, youtube.com forward slash The Arn Show, where you can see all kinds of fun video clips. I believe the clip is up there of JJ with that diving tackle uh, that, man, you'll just never forget and want to watch over and over again. Uh, but, man, that's where you're going to find it all on YouTube. But, Arn, with all that out of the way, thank you again for letting me be here with you this week. Thank you for being here. You're a good man, Paul. 
Uh, appreciate it, Arn. And with that, that's going to wrap us up again. Join us next week, November 1987. It's Starcade Month. You're not going to want to miss it. I'm Paul Bromwell. He's Arn Anderson. And we'll see you right here next week on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.